Well, both our scripture selections are so rich and wonderful, it's hard to choose between, uh, between them as to uh, what to speak about. I, I'm going to speak about the gospel, and I'm going to try to tie it into uh, the commemoration today of St. Maria Goretti, who is a virgin martyr. She was killed uh, in 1902 in Italy, and uh, I'll speak about her in a little bit here. But first, let's look at our gospel. Um, in the gospel, I, I want to draw your attention to some subtle aspects of it that might be easily overlooked. So, this, the whole idea here is that Jesus is forgiving this guy's sins. Okay, But what's really key is that he's saying the Son of Man, okay, Christ is his, Christ in his human aspect, his human dimension, his human reality, his human nature, is forgiving the sins of this guy. And uh, to prove that, there's a miracle. Okay, so the, the big the big thing is the forgiveness of sins, and not the actual miraculous healing of this guy. It's the forgiveness of sins. That's what really needs to be impressed upon Jesus's audience: is that Jesus is forgiving this guy's sins, and that it's Jesus as a man who's forgiving this guy's sins. And the response of the audience is very appropriate. They actually get what Jesus is trying to convey. Because they say, it says at the end, the crowds saw this, they were struck with awe, and they glorified God who had given such authority to, and this is key, men. Okay? So it's not that who had given such authority to this particular guy, but who had given such authority to men meaning human beings, okay? So this here is really, the, in an indirect manner, the establishment of the sacrament of reconciliation, that God would use men to forgive the sins of other human beings, okay? So many people today say, well, you know, how can a man forgive? I don't like the sacrament of reconciliation. I'm not going to go and confess my sins. I, how can a man, another man, forgive sins? Well, Jesus came as a man, and he forgave sins. Notice, too, it says that he gave him authority on earth to forgive sins. So a lot of people say, well, I, I go directly to the big guy up there when I want my sins forgiven, you know? But uh, you're, you're trying to circumvent the way that Jesus Christ established it. He came to the earth as a man, and he gave to men the authority to forgive sins. And so it's from the earth... That sins are forgiven in the Christian dispensation. Okay? So this is also what St. Peter, what's, what Jesus is talking about when he says to St. Peter, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and what you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. What you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. Meaning that God in heaven follows the sacramental directives and authority and power and reality of men on earth. So it's a really remarkable uh, gift and um, truth that we're seeing here in our gospel. And the body of Christ, represented by the hierarchy, continues on in this world, on earth, until the second coming of Jesus Christ, continuing to forgive the sins of men, continuing on that ministry that the Son of Man, Jesus himself, started here on earth. Um, but speaking of the forgiveness of sins, 
Forgiveness in general, we have an amazing example in the life of St. Maria Goretti. Uh, she was um, born into a, a middle-class family. I think this is in the northern part of Italy, if I'm not mistaken. And um, uh, her family fell into hard times financially. Her father died. And uh, her mother and her number of other her siblings, I think she had five other siblings. Or she, had, she was a big family. Um, they had to move to this very, very poor section of Italy, and there was a lot of, uh, it was like malaria, and, and basically there's this whole area that no one would go to except the poorest of the poor to be farmers in this area. And uh, so that's where she went and where her family went. And uh, I think they had, they had to move into a house with another family. And this other family had a young guy who basically, you know, took a, cast his eyes upon uh, St. Maria. And she was only 12 years old, I believe, at the time. Very young. And uh, he tried to rape her one day when the rest of the family was out in the fields and she was home sewing and, and doing various things for the, for the family. And uh, she was saying to him, as he's choking her and trying to, trying to rape her, um, she's saying, God does not want this, God does not want this, it's a sin. It's a mortal sin, you will go to hell. You'll go to hell. And uh, so uh, he kept struggling with her, and she, she was saying to him, I would rather die than this, than this take place. And he had some kind of a sharp implement near him, and he, and he stabbed her 11 times. And, and she got up, and she was struggling through the door, and he stabbed her another three times, and she went unconscious, and then he ran away. And all the ruckus aroused the, the attention of the neighbors, and they came, and they caught the guy. They brought her to the hospital, and she was uh, operated on, uh, without anesthesia, okay? And uh, so here she is, she's passing in and out of consciousness as they're trying to, she was stabbed in the throat, she was stabbed in a lot of vital areas. And the doctors, after hours of working on her, said it's hopeless, she's going to die. And so one of the doctors said to her, Maria, think of me when you get to heaven. And she said, well, how do we know which one of us is going to go first? And he said, Maria, you're going to go first. And so she says, I will gladly think of you. And uh, she passed away probably another, I think, uh, a day later or so. But between that moment when she was told that she was going to die and the moment that she did die, she uh, was able to take a crucifix and place it upon her breast, pray, and uh, she told her mother very explicitly that she forgave the man who killed her and that uh, she wanted to see him in heaven with her. And uh, and then she died. And this man was put into into prison. I don't know. He he didn't get full life sentence because they they had mercy on him because he was a young guy. Um, and uh, he was unrepentant for a few years until actually Maria appeared to him in a dream. Okay. And uh, he he did start to realize what was what was going on. And the bishop came to him a few times and was able to move him to repentance and. Um, he, uh, he, he, he confessed his sins and, uh, and he was forgiven. And, uh, after he was released from prison after 30 years or so, he became a, a lay Franciscan brother and he lived the end of his life, um, serving the, the Franciscan community in whatever part of Italy it was. And he was present at her beatification in 1950. Can you imagine that? And he sat next to, uh, Maria's mother. And Maria's mother said, well, if Maria forgives him, I forgive him. 
So we see the power of the sacrament of reconciliation to transform this guy's life and to change the hearts of the people um, that were, uh, you know, connected with this whole drama. And um, and the man died. Uh, we can we can trust he died in God's grace, and he is with Maria in heaven, uh, with having his sins forgiven. This is the power of the sacrament of reconciliation. Indeed, the Son of Man came on earth to forgive sins, and he he gives that power uh, to his church until the end of the age.